You're listening to the Winged Octopus Podcast, brought to you by Howie's Hockey Tape. What's up and welcome to another episode of Winged Octopus. This is Tyler here alongside Tess and Greg. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing lovely in this wonderful cold weather. Snow. There's some sarcasm in, in that voice. I can just well, tell. Well, um, yesterday we didn't have to wear coats. And yeah. today we're bringing out the snow boots again. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not that happy yeah. about Unfortunately, it. that's part of living in uh, Michigan. And then I mean, Pure people Michigan say the same thing here. at so. its finest. I'm yep. hoping all the snow blows off my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, how you doing? I'm all right. Uh, you know, I'm just waiting on them trades. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> TikTok, TikTok. So the Red Wings have played a little bit better as of late. Uh, they got smoked against Chicago the last time we seen them play. Uh, so that wasn't good, obviously. Then we had the All-Star break where, um, you know, Mike Green's team, the Atlant- our Atlantic, was defeated by the Pacific 5-2. to two. Empty net goal there. Mike Green had two goals. And he also had an assist. Boost the trade value a little bit. And then uh, I guess in the other games, obviously, the uh, Pacific knocked off the Central 5-2. And the Atlantic knocked off the Metropolitan 7-4. Greg, I want to just throw it to you real quick so you can shout out the sponsors. And then we'll get into that subject. Absolutely. We're going to give a shout out to our sponsor, Howie's Hockey Tape. Howie's is a Michigan-based product that distributes to the AHL, the OHL, and the NHL, including our very own Detroit Red Wings. Anything you need for the locker room, Howie's has. Shop today at howies.com or .ca for our Canadian listeners and use the promo code WINGEDO to receive 10% off of your order. Show some love to a local product and check out Howie's Hockey Tape. Yeah, the All-Star break. Uh, it was interesting. The, the final went back and forth until it got totally blown out of the water. I don't think that his performance raised his trade value simply because it is an all-star game. And I mean, how hard are they trying? What really stood out to me during that tournament was Brock Besser. The kid is insane. Uh, he's, he's very good on a very garbage Vancouver team, just like uh, McDavid is really good on a very garbage Edmonton team. So. The Canucks in the next few years are going to be very good. They got Elias Pettersson coming, and if you watch the World Juniors, he was uh, one of the reasons why Sweden got to that gold medal game. I I just want to throw my thoughts out there real quick. I thought it was cool. I thought the players tried harder as the games went on, as you would expect, right? Uh, Mike Green looked good. Yeah, you're right. It probably doesn't boost his trade value, but we can all hope and dream, right? (laughs) Um, I was pretty surprised. I mean, I, I I do see a lot. I do watch a lot of hockey, but I was also surprised to see how good Nikita Kucherov like actually is. Like, you know, it's unfortunate that he plays for a team like Tampa Bay. But I thought overall, I thought the All Star Weekend was cool. I thought the skills competition sucked, to be honest. I thought it was pretty boring for the most part. Usually, that's the best part for me. What are they doing with the the stupid thing with the? you know, trying to get it through the holes there and Eric Carlson picking it up. And then they took out the uh, the goalie thing where they had last year, like the obstacle course and the goalie had to, you know, score like Mike Smith did. Like, I don't know. It's just like they, they ruined it kind of. Like I like the hardest shot and, and the, the target shooting, but they need to – they could do a lot better to showcase the player's skill than just uh, what they did. Uh, the skills kind of, I always like, I feel like they could make it more like, I don't know, energized. But I feel like every sport, their skills 
competition is kind of like meh but like out of the four major sports i'd rather watch hockey than you know football basketball and baseball i like how they had the light up targets for the accuracy shooting just i think it's it's a little Mm. bit core it's a little bit cooler and more modern watching the games i actually i took a nap during the first the um pacific and central because i didn't care for anyone on those teams so i took a little nap (laughs) woke up for the um metropolitan and uh atlantic game and i thought a funny moment was when jack eichel scored and matthews told him to do the goal signal because (laughs) matthews got robbed last week in toronto (laughs) that stupid no call like you know no goal shit and then you know they had a no goal yeah, call waved off yesterday, and I was reading tweets that Matthew said, like, if you score in the next shift, like, do the signal, and they both did it. And there, I was seeing pictures all over Twitter, and I just think it was really funny. So, like, that was cool. And then, um, did you guys hear what uh, what what's a Tampa Bay coach? Is it John Cooper? That's his name, right? John, John Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. What he said, Blashill texted after the game, <laughs> and Blashill said, "Hey, you need more wings on your team." And then Cooper responded, "He finally got proper coaching." <laughs> <laughs> I, I happen to agree with that. I, I yeah. agree. Talk about Mike Green with his two goals <laughs> in the um final game yesterday. I thought that was pretty entertaining. But I mean, like I agree. Like I would hope maybe that would up his trade value, but the All-Star game really isn't taken seriously. I mean, I think over the last few years how they changed it up, maybe it's a little bit more like, you know, there's incentive. You have a million dollars or you could win a car. Like Ooh, a million dollars thing there. Split between your team. I mean, still, it's I'll actually money because, like, it's something. What about uh, Hillary Knight in the skills competition? I saw that she was demonstrating the accuracy shooting, right? Yeah, That's what so, she did. I think Hillary that Knight. Was so cool. I think she could come in and easily replace any of our uh, third or fourth line players. She could and, take over Helm spot and Applicator spot. Yeah. She could take over Glenn Denning spot, Witowski spot. I would have Hillary Knight in a heartbeat because that's that's yeah. the thing. She could replace a lot of teams, anyone on a lot of teams, third or fourth line, and just be amazing. Well, I, I thought I it was want, so cool. I just want to say one quick thing about All Star Weekend, and and uh, we can, I guess we can leave it at that. Um, the best, but you're missing the best part, Tess. It's um, the the Tampa fan with the Brad Marchand sign that said uh, uh, "Exterminate uh, the exterminate Rat." Exterminate the Rat. And oh, Marchand that was, he took has a, a little bit them. of um, uh, yeah, he takes a picture with him. It has a little bit of uh, I guess personality, and I think that's cool when anybody shows personality. He like embraces that. the hatred, and I mean, I think he's a little punk. But I'm oh, sure I if do he was, too. If he was on my team, I'm sure I would like him. But he's just a weasel. Like he's always has been, but I mean, at least he has fun with it. Like he was blowing kisses to the fans and stuff, and he was like, you know, agging him on. And so, like, he does have personality, so you can't really hate the guy that much when he embraces it. And like, he knows he's an asshole, so at least he's like, he acknowledges it. So it's not like you know, he's just like, no, I'm not. So it's fine. Just do your thing. Go enjoy your suspension. Brian Boyle. Brian Boyle. We're we're missing that too. Brian Boyle. His. uh you know, him going to the All-Star game in general was cool, but then to get a huge standing ovation from a yeah. team, uh, the fans that he used to play for down in Tampa was pretty cool, too. I think he would have got a standing out anywhere, but I think the fact that it was in Tampa yeah, just yeah, made yeah. it more meaningful for him. And I don't know if you guys caught that in during the game, but he said that his or skills comp, he said his son was going through a lot of uh, health issues right now. And 
his wife was left at home dealing with that because they thought it was important for him to be at the all-star game. So I just, my heart goes out to that family. They've been through a lot this season already. So I send my best to them, to them to finally catch a break. But no, I think seeing him get his standing ovation and just, you know, you could see the emotion in his face and his eyes. I thought it was a special moment, you know, all-star week. And it's just nice to see the guys all get along and just the hockey community come together as one. I think it's really cool. Right. And now they have to get ready for the long stretch run that comes after that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, here we are. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're a month out from, from trade deadline and, and there's no more, there's not really many breaks between that. Nope. So I think the next subject we got to go on and this will probably eat up the rest of our time is uh, a couple episodes a day, uh, ago, we did the forward grades. So tonight we are going to do the grades for the defensemen and the goalies. I think we're going to start at the high end and probably move our way down. And we'll start with Tyler. Again, we're doing a grading scale. Uh, you can do from a zero to a hundred or a letter grade or both. Uh, Tess invented the <laughs> zero to a hundred. So first we're going to go with defenseman, uh, all-star defenseman, Mike Green. What do you think? Yeah, I think Mike Green, you know, his he's got 26 points in 48 games. That usually doesn't sound, you know, great, but he's played really good for the Red Wings, just eye test-wise. I think he's averaged like 17, 18 minutes a night. I mean, he's a probably a third pair on any other team, but uh, since our defense isn't completely inept, he's been really good for us. So I would give him a B, a B-plus, somewhere around there. Tess, what do you think? Let's see. Um, well... I'm trying to like debate like I believe I was hearing like before like the last game like play with the regular season with the Ken and Mickey or we're talking about but I believe they said Mike Green was having his best offensive season in like the last handful of years he's been playing which is nice because we suck so he's been helping the team can't complain what a, I, I want to give him an A but like does he really deserve it but then again he's my sassy child's favorite player I'll give him like a 92 because he's trying and he was an all-star and his trade value is going up day by day and he deserves to go to a winning team so I think overall he's probably been our most solid player like defensive player obviously because we have no defense so I'll give him like a 92. I'd give Mike Green um I I mean a 92 for me is a little high he's he's having his best offensive year in a while defensively he's lapsed slightly uh, Mike Green for me is probably going to get an 85 uh, to a 90. Like you said, he's our best player on the defense currently, <clears throat> probably next to uh, Daly. I think, I mean, I mean he's going to be the big trade chip. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping a first or a first round or, or a second round in a prospect for him. Uh, but I'd give him, yeah, 85 to 90, a B plus, B to B plus. So. When he's on his like when he's like having a really good streak going, I think he deserves to be in like the A bracket, like a low A minus ten A. But like if he's just when the team's struggling and no one's really like picking up slack, it's like okay, you're like in the B. You're just average, you know. The next defenseman on, we'll start again with Tyler, uh, Trevor Daly. What do you think of Trevor Daly this year? Yeah, it's Trevor Daly. He's, I mean, you you said it. He's probably about the second best defenseman on the team, and that's really not saying much. Like I said, the D is pretty inept for the most part. You know, he's played 43 games and has seven points, so he hasn't done much offensively. 
He's a minus 10, and uh, but he does average about 20 minutes a game, and he's not miserable defensively uh, as most of our defensemen are. He's actually – with him and Mike Green are obviously the two best defensemen on the team, and uh, we'll talk about the next guy at some point, and he's probably been the worst defenseman on the team. Uh, so I, I would give Daly somewhere around um, somewhere around a 70 because he hasn't been miserable. He doesn't really turn the puck over a lot. He's pretty smart, but I mean, he does have a minus. What is it? What did I say? Minus ten. Minus ten. So I mean, you can't give him anything more than a C in my mind. It's C plus. I, I would say a seventy. Well, if you're gonna compare, if you're gonna compare him to being like decent, like Mike Green, we just gave Mike Green like the B to A range. I would be nice because I'm a nice person like that. I would give Daily like an eighty-four, and that's me being really nice because he's not Erickson. But he's not like a Lidstrom. So, I mean, you just got to settle for what you got. And, you know, he's somewhat solid. He doesn't turn the puck over. He hasn't really been like, I guess what like we, I would want more is him to be more of like an impact player. Because some days I forget he, we even have him or he's even on the ice. Then again, that's how I feel about a lot of it's our teams. It's a good thing for a defenseman, though, for the most part. Unless your name's Erickson. No. However, no, I would give daily. Yeah, I would like an 84. So like a, a solid B. I'll All right. Generous. Yeah, I'd give daily an 82 and 85 uh, B to uh, B minus to B. Uh, he has been our, I believe, our second best defenseman. Stats be damned. Uh, he's good <laughs> defensively. If you don't hear his name and you don't recognize him on the ice, that means he uh, he's doing his job. He's not turning the puck over. He's making plays and getting it out of the zone. Uh, he he yeah, is not scoring. He started coming on in the last few weeks, scoring more and helping assist, and then he got injured. So I think Daly yep. is our second our second most productive defenseman. Would get a B minus to a B, and then we uh, we get the sharp what I would like to call a sharp decline. It's like we're at a cliff and then we jump over the cliff. Pretty uh, much, yeah. So we're going to great now. The rest of our uh, quote-unquote defense start with Tyler and young Daniel DeKaiser. 27-year-old Danny DeKaiser out of Western Michigan, who we had so much promise for, so much hope for. Played really good his first two or three years in the league, and then last year couldn't stay out of being hurt. And then when he did play, he was terrible defensively, turned the puck over a lot. And this year is a lot of the same. He was hurt to start the year. And, uh, you know, he's played 31 games, has three points in 31 games. I mean, you can't do more than that. Uh, he gets pushed off the puck a lot. He takes penalties. I mean, he only has eight penalties, but I feel like he does. He doesn't do a whole lot, and he's not responsible defensively like he once was. I don't really know what he does well. But uh, he used to be really responsible at not turning the puck over. And uh, he was starting to come on a little bit strong offensively. Um, but he just, he needs to hit the gym. I mean, I hate to be rude because I love the guy, but he needs to hit the gym. Or I don't know, because he's got, f what what is it, 5.5 for the next five or six years? Uh, we're stuck with this guy. And if he doesn't get any better, we're going to have big problems. This contract is insane. I'm pulling it up right now, but yeah, it's five point five. What we're paying him uh, is no a, a flat five, a flat five okay, million five. until okay. 
Yep. So oh yep. that's that's what your general manager has done to you, Red Wings fans. That's exactly what he's done to you. Because so, they based it off of his first season. Oh, if he's going to be like this for the rest of his career. His first like, two or three seasons were pretty decent. And then he started getting pushed into a role that he wasn't comfortable with. He's not a number one defenseman. He's not a number two defenseman. He could have been a number two or a number three defenseman if if played in the right spots and played with the right people. He's been stuck with Erickson. Can you really blame it? He was really good when he played with Quincy. I will say that. Uh, okay, so, so get to the final... Name. Ew. I loved Kyle Quincy. Anyway, so him. so Ew. getting to the gra- getting to the grade, I would say somewhere around a sixty to a sixty-five. I think a D to a D plus is where he sits. I think he can redeem himself by playing a little bit better, but he also gets stuck with guys that don't play a lot of defense, like Mike Green, or he gets stuck with Xavier Olette or or Erickson or Cronwall. So, I mean, that's that's the best I can do for him. Tess, what do you think? I agree with Tyler. He's just sure. been like, yeah, like he's a tall dude, but he has like no muscle. Like he's just like tall and lanky. Like where's this kid that we were all so desperate to get out of Western? Like I remember, what was it? Literally four years ago, we we're like, we need to sign him. We need to sign him. We we're so excited. And now it's like, like Danny DeKaiser, who, who, who is he? I would give him like, yeah, like a 68. I mean, it sucks that he's been injured. I think maybe because he hasn't injured, he's like afraid to play to his full potential. And plus he gets the shit out of the stick by playing with Erickson. But yeah, if he like tried and maybe went to the gym more, he could be what we all thought he would be like this great next defenseman, like the future for the Red Wings. But yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. So yeah, a 68, a D. That's yeah, like my that. final thought. I agree. I'm giving him like 65 to a 70. Uh, he... I remember his first year he made a lot of he made a lot of the same decisions that Lidstrom would have made and then that like yes. all evaporated and went away and Literally, it could be in one ear out the other yeah and it could be from him playing with garbage pairing but he he seems like he's not moving he's not getting he's not trying hard in puck battles and I almost wonder if it's because he's given up like he knows the team's not good too. and he he's gotten the, the money yeah, he's got the guaranteed contract. So he knows the team's not good. He knows they're not going anywhere, so why bother? And I feel like that's the, uh, the attitude with a few of the players. But I, when I saw – I was at the game against Chicago. I mean, he's almost invisible out there. He, and, and when you see him, it's glaring stuff like turning the puck over in his own end or failing to get to an assignment. Uh, there was a couple games where we lost in oh, – they put him out there in overtime. Why would you do that? And he fails an idiot. He misses an assignment and we lose. It's he is the younger mirror image of the next grade we're giving, which is Jonathan Erickson. So, uh, Tyler, I'm gonna let you start the Jonathan Erickson uh, love fest with the grade <laughs> for him. Yeah, well, I, I will say one thing. Are we gonna get to the other defensemen here, Jensen Cromwell? What? Yep. We're going to do Jensen, Jensen, Cronwell, Ouellette, and we'll mention another one. Okay, the 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 promising one there. Okay, uh, so Erickson, right? Jonathan Erickson. Um, big old Jonathan Erickson supposed to be Here we go. a big defenseman. You know, he was the last pick in the draft, and, you know, he played really well with Cronwall in his career. Well, yeah, Jonathan Erickson's played 48 games and has 10 points. Yeah, sure, that sounds okay, right? Plus four, you know, everything looks good. 
no. He he turns the puck over. Uh, he's not, he's not physical at all. At six foot five, I think he is. Um, he if you watch him play, you literally wonder to yourself how he plays in the National Hockey League. Like, who the hell thought this guy was going to be a good hockey player? I can probably skate better than this guy. I'm 23 years old, and I could probably skate better than this guy. Maybe he's faster than me because he's bigger, but I can skate better than him. I don't get pushed over. I don't get pushed off the puck. Like, Didn't he start as a forward? Can, can, I, can I just say one more thing? I don't understand yeah. how this guy is still – like this guy can literally do no wrong, and someone needs to like start asking tough questions down there about what's going on with this guy because – some of the beat writers will tell you, oh, he's been good. Oh, he's been no, no, he's not been good. Watch the game. He has not been good. He turns yeah. a puck over. He takes stupid penalties. And they go, oh my god, right Jonathan out there. He gets right go, back he's a, out there. He's a he's a plus four. He's he's been great. And I go, that doesn't oh, yeah, plus sure minus is, plus minus is the most useless stat. To a point. Can I just say one other thing and, and we'll leave it there with Erickson and I'll give you the grade. Usually, you watch a hockey game or you're playing hockey or whatever, and you take a penalty at the end of a game for the other team to tie the game up. You're not seeing the ice again. You're not nope. going back out there. That's it. You're sitting your ass down. That's it. What is with this guy? The same thing happened with Babcock when he was here. He played with Cromwell. Get this guy out of here. Can someone please shoot this guy to the moon? Please. It's I'm not even joking when I say this. Like, Someone needs to ask questions down there that are worth shit because I don't understand how this guy gets the ice time that he does. Look at he plays 19 minutes a night. He averages 19 minutes a night, turning the puck over no less than five times a game. It's ridiculous. Take a breath. So, Take a breath, Tyler. So I, so anyway, out now. Deep so I assume you're giving him like a like a no, 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 no. There's no grade that you can give this guy that 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 is justifiable. I would say. A D minus, and that's being really nice. <laughs> An F minus minus. Yeah, yeah. Tess, so, that's um, my thoughts. What can you say that hasn't been said about Jonathan Erickson? Um, uh, bring back Brendan Smith because everyone hated him, but I bet y'all miss him now because we're oh, stuck with Erickson. I mean, so, I don't miss him, but he's better than Erickson. At least he did stuff and he would and at least when he made mistakes my boy b would own up to it erickson acts like he can do no wrong Tyler said he's like <laughs> i go out there and i just do whatever he's oh he's a headache and uh the grade i will give him uh is the letter e for, for, for him. <laughs> that's what he gets uh, e. so, so i'm gonna give him a big e because that's <laughs> what they call him that is what he deserves Jonathan Erickson, every time I see him, I feel like whenever I scream at the TV, it's because of two things. It's because they're passing the puck instead of shooting. And it's because Jonathan Erickson has just turned it over in the defense. Or took a penalty. Or taken a dumb penalty. He is insanely frustrating to watch. And it's half because of how bad it is, and it's half of because how everyone says how improved he is, and that he's been one of the Red Wings' best defensemen this year. And gag with a spoon. I don't, I don't know what games they're watching. They must be just looking at stats because anytime you watch the game, he's turning it over, or he's on the ice. He is in front of the net for every 
bad goal I have seen this entire season. You show me a bad goal, like tell me the goal and what happened. I will tell you, Erickson and either Erickson or DeKaiser were standing in front of that net when that goal went in. Because that has been every missed assignment. 98% of missed assignments I've seen this year have been Jonathan Erickson. Someone so, should make a compilation of uh, of turnovers by right. Jonathan that, Erickson. He gets, that's like just misery. Why would you torture yourself by watching Erickson videos? Absolutely I think, it, not. I think it would be pretty funny, to be honest with you. That's no. a waste of time. I could be doing way more productive stuff with my day. Mm-mm. Erickson. It ain't worth it. E. So can I just uh, ask one question to both of you guys, and then we can leave this at Sure, this. Tyler. Ask Go away. Ahead. If you're the Red Wing organization, and you have a guy like this, and you, you're trying to get younger, you're trying to you know make your team better for the future, and you have yep. players in the minors that deserve a look, yep. why is this guy still getting ice time? I would make well, a few phone calls and make sure the body would never be Is going to be a found. scratch? So that's is a good question. Ever going to be a scratch? That's a good question. That actually leads us into uh, our next main grade, which is Nicholas Cronwall. Why is he still getting ice time? Because oh, he's Jesus. old and he's a leader, and he, we're loyal and blah 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 blah. And he's I about do, to get a robot knee. I honestly feel he wanted just to play one season at LCA. Like I was saying that ever since they announced the, like plans. I'm like, all our old grandpas on this team want to get that one year at the new arena because like it's a shiny new toy. You know, I can't blame them. We're gonna suffer. But I'm really hoping after this season he'll just hang him up because it's not fair to his body. Yeah, we've got his family to do it. Yeah, we've got for one more year after this, but I'm hoping he retires too. It's just been it's too much on his body. Like he was great. Like when he was allowed to hit people, you know, we loved him. (laughs) Well, yeah, he freaking looks at a guy and they're like, You're suspended. You were gonna hit him, but we're gonna suspend you. That's basically how they treat him now. Yeah. He's just, oy. I mean, what's how, does he have any goals this year? I don't even know his stats. Two. He's uh, two and 10. He's got 12 points in uh, 45 games and he's a minus nine. I mean, he hasn't done anything stupid or anything like, but he hasn't done anything just great. So slow. I would give him like, I would give him like an 80, a B minus. Like, he's just there. He's trying to do his job. He's not making big mistakes like Erickson, but he's not like, trying like Mike Green. So I mean All right. Tyler, what's your quick grade on uh Cronwell so we can get to the rest of these guys? Yeah, he's he tries harder than DeKaiser. I give him credit. I give him all the credit in the world because you know he's 36 years old and still wants to play and you know that's what he grew up wanting to do and it's drafted to the Red Wings and you know whatever. But I it's time it's really it's time for him to go uh, and uh, just a quick grade i would say somewhere around a c plus because he hasn't been miserable defensively but he brings nothing offensively and when is someone going to tell him to tell jeff blashel to get his ass off the power play yeah uh, he still plays 18 minutes a night dude 18 <laughs> minutes a night are you kidding me do do what Vancouver did with the Sedins. Put put his ass on the third D pair and let him play 14, 15 minutes a night. 18 still? How many minutes does uh oh does, my God. does Nick Jensen get? Like, I think somewhere Jensen. around 15. Jensen. Uh somewhere at 14, 14. Yeah. Somewhere around so, 14 minutes. Cronwall's getting more minutes and he's virtually immobile. Like I can I haven't I skated in years and I could skate past Cronwall. 
So <laughs> it's he's old, and I I mean I commend the dude for for wanting to to tough it out another year. And God, I hope he quits after this year. I hope he says it's too much. His leg falls off or something like that. But um, I don't wish that. But no. But I mean, God, somewhere close, somewhere <laughs> close to that. Uh, but Call he, up Tanya Harding and just pull a Nancy Kerrigan. I'm hoping that he he can go the way of Cleary because I think he'd be awesome for the kids in Grand Rapids. I'm gonna give him a uh, a C, C C minus ish. He's just slow and and I mean his only defense is hopefully he can stick his stick out there while they're skating by him. So I can uh, see him behind the bench. Yeah, me too. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pair our next two so we can get to the last one and we'll save goalies for next week let and jensen who have spent their time kind of switching out uh let's played much less they are young ish they are defensive ish they're not great they are average at best i'm giving them both the same thing between us actually i'm gonna give them both c's they're average they still make dumb mistakes by turning the puck over jensen is at least a little more mobile and can move the puck up the ice let seems like another possible to kaiser so i'm not sure i'm not sure what they're going to do with them i think the ulet experiment is over i think he's probably gone at the end of the year um jensen they might i i could see them maybe trying to package him in a trade but they're both average at best i mean c's at best see i like jensen i think he's decent um, Olette, I think hasn't really gotten a fair shot. Uh, but then, I mean, you, it's hard to grade these guys because they're all playing with shit too. You know, that they're, 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 they look like shit because they're playing with shit like Cronwall and DeKaiser and Erickson. And I, I, I can't believe I just said those guys in the same breath because Cronwall was one of the best defensemen we've had in a long time besides Lidstrom, obviously. Um, but uh, those two together, I mean, I guess would get somewhere around a C or a C plus because I think Jensen's been a lot better than Willette, but I think Willette still has a little bit of upside. But like I said, I mean, that you you could be right. The experiment could be over pretty soon for both of them. Tess, what do you think? Um, I agree with what Greg said, like patching, packaging them together. They're both just C's, like average at best. But like I do um, think and I agree that Olette really hasn't been given like as much of a fair shot as Jensen has. I I remember when Jensen was first called up. Was it last year he was called up, or the yeah, year before? Uh, Might have been a bit for the year before, but last year full time. Because I remember like his first few games, he was just playing really solidly, and I was like, it was like a surprise because he was just this guy from Grand Rapids just calling up because soccer we had another injury or something. And he just kind of filled that role and he did well. So there was some promise, but he's just kind of been blended, which some games are good, a good thing if your name isn't called. But then again, you want to be like a standout player. Like we have no defense. You want someone to make a name for themselves and they just really haven't done a lot. So C's like, I like 73 to 74, like a solid C. All right. I think that's, that's pretty much the the general consensus. And we're going to get to the last thing real quick before we wrap up is, uh, he played one game and it's Joe Hicketts and the kid is it's like a comet flying around on the ice. He was up in the play. He was going back on the back check and just taking pucks away, passing pucks up ice. He had the beautiful uh, pass between him, Larkin and, and Bertuzzi. Too bad it got passed back one more time or else he would have got an assist. Hicketts, 
he brought energy to the team. He played with Erickson the game after Erickson scored a goal. So it must have rubbed off on him for like five seconds. That one game, I would have given Hicketts an A. I would have, I mean, the, the kid was awesome, and we need to see more of that on the ice. Yeah, I agree. Somewhere around an A. I mean, I like the kid. I, I want, like I said before, I want them to start letting these contracts run out or try to buy some of these guys out. I know you can only do one a season or make Cromwell retire, whatever, because I want to see, I want to see. Heronic. I want to see uh, Russo. I want to see more of, of Russo. And I, and hey, I mean, he, he did really well. You know, he did make some mistakes, so you can't give him an A plus. But he did, he did, he did a really good job. And he's what five foot eight. I mean, who, you got to love players like that. I mean, he could be our Tory Krug, run the power yeah. play, play a little bit of defense. Yeah, the kid was. He looked What's great. With that? He's tiny but mighty. I think for Hicketts, like for me, since it only was one game, I think I, I should go off like a pass fail. Like it was like his tryout kind of. So I'll give him like a pass plus. Um, but <laughs> I agree. We need to have like we need to have our baby Griffins come up here full time. I'm so over these old people. Like we just need to start the like just start the process. Like just like Tyler said, get rid of the old farts. Grandpas need to go retire. Bring up the babies, and we can just have like a youthful team where everyone's in their twenties. Like, say what? <laughs> say what? Yeah, um, I'm all for that. But we'll just see what happens. Just you have to give these guys like some chances because how do I know if they're going to be able to handle it if you don't give them a chance? You know, exactly. I'm like, I know, I know. The saying is, you know, they rubbings are known for letting the Griffins, you know, overripe. You know, they want them yeah. overripe, and but we're not at that stage anymore. We no, need we them are. now. Get them we need them fast out. track time. Fresh out of the womb. We need them now. <laughs> <laughs> deliver the deliver them to our ice, please. Hot I will say one on. thing, guys. It, I don't know if you guys have realized, but pretty much everybody that's come up from the Griffins, like over the last like year or so, since they've kind of committed to this younger movement, yeah. everyone that's come up has actually had an impact. Besides Polkinen, because he was kind of brutal. But yep. I mean, Terjan was good. Bertuzzi's been good. Uh, Hicketts was good for a bit. Uh, Russo did a pretty good job last year too when he was up. Ferk was great. Larkin, Manfa, Ferk. I mean, yeah, they have, they've kind of hit on every one of them. I mean, none of them have been superstars, but I mean, you keep bringing them up. At some point, one of them's going to be a freak. Yeah, I guess it still shows that, like, even though we haven't agreed with how you know the um drafting and trading and all that stuff is going, like, at yeah. least our Griffins, like, they're they're doing something right in Grand Rapids because every guy we call up, they do what they're told to do and they make an impact. They make their name be remembered. So, I can't complain that aspect. I just wish we had better coaching and better ma- better management to just see these guys more and just. Can you imagine if we had all these babies on our team? If we got rid of all of, you know, I love that about have him go, Crime will go, get rid of yeah. Erickson, you know, get rid of all of these older players because the game is only getting faster and younger. Just have a group of babies and we could be freaking top dog again. Imagine yep. the possibilities. Of which, speaking of which, I just want to throw this out there because, um, and then we can, I'll take us out here. I did tweet something earlier. Uh, I was kind of looking into the upcoming draft, and I'm sure a lot of Red Wings fans, if you're listening to this, you're probably a hardcore Wings fan. I would, these are going to be some names to look at for ne- this year's draft, and I'm going to kind of do this every uh, every podcast from now until the draft. Um, three names to look 
at guys. Adam Boquist, he's a defenseman. He's playing in Sweden. Then you got Quinn Hughes, who's playing up the road in Ann Arbor. So uh, definitely take a look at him. He's a defenseman. And then you have Oliver Wallstrom, who is supposed to be this defense, uh, who's supposed to be this pure goal scorer. So uh, just uh, three names there. I'm going to throw three more next week. And, and uh, you know, just so anybody, because obviously this Red Wings team is going nowhere fast. And then, you know, obviously you can only search so many prospects. So I think that would be a pretty good uh, thing. You guys agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, we can do an uh, episode on prospects too, like before the draft, some draft highlights. Right, right. I mean, I just I just figured I'd throw that out there because Boquist is supposed to be a, like a Carlson-like defenseman. I guess he's got like uh, forward skills and then yeah. Quinn Hughes I've seen play a million times. But, okay, so that's where we're going to end things here. Greg, do you have anything? Tess, do you have anything left? Oh, just Twitter handles. You follow me on Twitter at bringing the wing. You yes. can follow me on Twitter at TM Dudley XO. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler underscore seal. You can also follow the winged octopus on Twitter at winged octopus. And you can like us on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram and we're going to be getting the Snapchat going here pretty soon. The last thing I'll say is the Red Wings take on the San Jose Sharks uh, Wednesday at 8 p.m. And then they play again Friday and Saturday, a back-to-back at Carolina at Florida. From Tess and Greg, I'm Tyler. Everybody have a good night. Stay classy, Octodown. That's a wrap on this episode of Winged Octopus. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, as well as like us on Facebook. You can also find our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. We thank you for tuning in and hope everyone had a great night. Stay classy, Hockey Town. Just a small town girl.